This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Welcome back, you guys, for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Back in this thing for a solo episode. As always, I'm your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. And you know, I can't honestly say, summer is summering. This is my favorite time of the year, but it also happens to be my busiest. Like, no matter what year it is, I've always been busy in the summer. And I'm going to blame the bit of busyness on my end with the lack of content and episodes but I'm working on it you guys I promise you trying to get my shit together it's taking a lot but I am getting there you know like what do old people say um seeing the light at the end of the tunnel I am seeing the light at the end of the tunnel so y'all just hang in there with me um New guests are in the works, along with some more fun and relatable content. I've actually had a lot of people hit me up like, okay, I kind of noticed you lacking on episodes, and I kind of want to be a guest, so figure it out and have me on. And I'm like, you know what? You might be on to something. So, again, you guys, just bear with me for today, and I will make sure the next episode is featuring a few new folks. But anywho, starting with our very first segment of the show, we have fed up or f***ed up. So for any first time listeners, this segment distinguishes what really grinds my gears as well as what grinds the gears of my guests that I have on. I kind of like to use this segment just to get to know each other better. But when I don't have anybody here, such as today, then I just get some shit off my chest because that's what the show is about (laughs) so you guys y'all still have me fed up with the fact that y'all are not becoming Moderna mommies and Pfizer poppies quickly enough as I said before we are in the peak of summer like it's August this is peak summertime and personally it's my favorite time of the year typically we travel and visiting family just hanging out and outside 24 7 but you know these days In the times that we live in, COVID is still lurking in the shadows. And so I'm sure even if you haven't watched the news recently or um, picked up a newspaper, you are still very much aware of the fact that not only is COVID still very much active and kicking it, but COVID has a few cousins sliding through the party. And by that, I mean recently the World Health Organization has designated variants Ada, Iota, Kappa, and Lamba, which are variants of interest and is currently tracking 13 additional variants that have originated in the United States, Brazil, the Philippines, Indonesia, Colombia, and all these other countries. But as I said before, they already um they already have these variants with the additional variants. So it's a lot going on. And if you're asking yourself, like, well, how the hell does this even happen? 
is because based on research, when viruses infect you, they attach to your cells, get inside them, and make copies of their RNA, which helps them spread. Therefore, if there is a copy and mistake, the RNA is changed, and that change is shown in the like copy of the cell which spreads, thus making different strands. At least that's how it was worded in my research, you know. My health mommies and all that other stuff. If y'all have any more details on how I could word this correctly or anything like that, just drop it in the comments for this episode. But you know, it's a thing. Strands are things. And the biggest thing with the vaccine is that, you know, the vaccine will help lessen these symptoms if you were to catch any of these variants. So, you know, fully vaccinated people are still getting infected with COVID. It's a much lower number, though. Um, but you're at a much lower of an extent than unvaccinated people. And, you know, no COVID vaccine is 100% effective, but immunization greatly reduces your risk of hospitalization and death, which I feel like if you don't want to be sick, like our healthcare system is already shit in America before COVID. So for this to already be putting a strain on it is crazy. I do not want to be one of the people affected by this and be in the hospital having to deal with that strain because I'm sure is utterly ridiculous. And I'm just like, you know, vaccinations are free. You can sign up to get them. Tons of places are doing them, at least where I'm at locally. There are all of these different programs going out there to vaccinate people. I'm sure they even have people coming inside of people's houses to vaccinate them. And I'm trying not to judge people who don't want to be vaccinated or who are strongly against it, but I just don't get it. I don't see how not doing it is like works in your benefit. I'm just always very... Like, I don't know. I'm a person who, again, at the end of the day, I'm going to take the holistic approach, but then I'm also take the medical approach because medicine, like, has been studied over thousands of centuries and all of this other stuff. So a lot of this shit is already proven. Even now people are like, oh, well, they came up with the vaccine hella quick. Like, y'all know that's backed by research and whatnot. Like, come on. Don't make no shit in your kitchen. Don't boil no lemons and no oranges and no basil. That's not going to help you. <laughs> what is going to help you is you getting vaccinated. But, hey, y'all go figure it out sooner than later. But moving on to the Make It Make Sense segment, which is the main topic of the show. Okay, so for this week's Make It Make Sense segment, I want to talk about setting the standard. And, you know, I know you guys have always heard about setting a standard in your own life, especially when you are doing an audit of your life and you just realize there are certain areas that I'm just not completely satisfied with. I just don't feel fulfilled in. And funny enough, in my research, this is not common that a lot of people don't feel like this already. Back in 2016, yes, this was a while ago, but back in 2016, Huffington Post did a study and it literally showed that 900 million people were unfulfilled. And this was specifically in the area of work and their career, but, but 
as that only touches on one area of life, I'm sure the number is probably higher when you take into consideration family life, home, intimate relationships, physical, like so forth. I'm sure there are way more people that are unfulfilled and unsatisfied in these areas. And you know, this is where setting the standard comes in for yourself. And what I want to get into today is like why setting the standard is annoying but necessary. And even then, how there's actually a downfall to being unrealistic with setting your standards. Like, you know how older people say, meet yourself where you're at. Like, you have to learn to do that because if you set unrealistic expectations and standards, then you always feel like, damn, I'm falling short. What is the purpose of this? So let's get into it. So you guys... Withstand setting the standard to anything, you might think to yourself, okay, so what you mean by like high standards and so forth? I feel like a lot of people talk about this, but not everybody lives up to it. Or the people who are in that place that I want to be that have that standard that I'm trying to attain, I just, I just still feel like they're so they're they're much farther along than I am. So, so just starting off with the basics. I think people give more of like these in-depth definitions of personal standards and things of that nature, but standards are nothing more than a set of behaviors. And these behaviors are developed by the expectations that you have of yourself in a variety of situations. And this is kind of like, you know, this is how I am going to kind of like audit myself. Like, how did I level up? How did I attain this you know and a lot of times your standards are determined by your daily habits and routine so since setting your standards is really just by you um understanding the benchmarks of performance in your own life you cannot take the standards of other people just because it should be tailored towards you specifically and again setting a standard plays a pivotal role in helping you achieve the success you want like you just can't have any old thing like that'll just do the trick that'll just do that because oftentimes you know you know a few people who not so much they don't have any personal standards but they're not as strong in their personal standards like they let people walk all over them or they just had really bad habits and they often talk about like you know I wish I wouldn't do this no more. I wish I could, like, uh, like, you know, I have definitely dealt with people who have been very much aware that they need to set more boundaries and more standards for themselves, but they still lack that willpower to get it together and realize life is going to look a little bit different for me than in the past, you know. A lot of times what they say, you get set in your ways, and with standards, you cannot be set in your ways, um, then you talk to people who have higher standards. Now, people who have higher standards, in my opinion, it's, it's interesting because I feel like we live in a society where we're all about people having high standards, but then we like, oh, wait a second. We don't want your standards to be too high because now that's off-putting to other people. Like, oh, she's standoffish or, oh, she just thinks she's too good for this and things of that nature. And it's like... Nah, baby, I just don't want to deal with with what what I see other people going through on a daily. 
And I've even had these discussions, I feel like recently with my family, just about work life and certain expectations I have for myself. And they're like, well, you know, that's how it all, that's how it's always been. Like, you'll just have to get used to that in the way of the world. And it's like, nah, if I'm going to set this standard for myself, then I'm going to find a way to work around what the world thinks or what is the usual case for anything. Like, it cannot work out like that. And even then, again, just going back to some research that I have done, people with high personal standards are actually more self-confident. Self-confident. They believe in themselves. You know, they accept less. Even then, they know, hey, this is toxic. This is negative. This is not worth my time. And for a long time, I had to deal with that because I used to just think, not so much so highly of myself that I would get over, but I was always in the mind frame of, oh, I can just help so many different people. And I feel like when you actually have a standard in your life of what you won't deal with in terms of negativity and like bad habits, then it's not even a matter of like help. You just like, you know what? I want that person to work it out on their own. That's going to take time on their part. I can't do the work for them. Like, I've done the work for myself, and hell, that's a lot to maintain. So you can't do the work for other people. Um, what's another thing that I believe they said about setting high standards for yourself? As you know, when you set standards for yourself, one last thing that I really like that they brought, brought out is you, you separate yourself from other people. And people know how to work with you and, and deal with you and be around you. Like, to some extent, I'm not a big person on teaching a person how to be a friend to you or be a partner to you or a family member, but sometimes people really just are used to doing things their way, as unhealthy as it can be. So when you set standards for yourself, you're like, oh, no, this won't go, and you bring it up in a way I feel like that's healthy, then you already establishing that boundary and it's gonna work out because either they go get with the program or they just go completely leave you alone and more than likely if they leave you alone it was better off without you but again you guys when we talk about setting standards for ourselves remember everybody is unique you should have basic standards but there are gonna be times when you a little bit harder on yourself no, you know, with certain situations, like, oh, I really should have did this this way, or, huh, this didn't turn out how I wanted to, or, you know, you just in, like, a, a lower mode of thinking, but you got to get over that. It happens to everybody. I feel like the thing with setting standards is nine times out of ten, you should be striving toward those standards and really abiding by them, like, what's in place, but if you fall out of whack every now and then, like, that's not going to like harm you per se, then you good. And even then, what I'm trying to get into is just the mere side of when you have expectations that are too high and you kind of set these standards where you're expecting too much from yourself. Like, we not perfect. You should not be trying to be the epitome of perfection. It does not work like that. You got to stop comparing yourself to other people. Just because some people have gotten to where you would like to be. You don't know what standards they've set for themselves based on their past experience and what they've gone through. And even then, 
you know, I think we... We, we Again, we feel like, hey, it's a one-size-fits-all for everything. No, nah, question your standards. Why is my standard like this? Why do I feel the need to only date somebody who makes within the salary range? Or why do I feel like I only can date somebody who displays this level of emotional maturity? Like, it's not a bad thing. Again, these are like self-audits. You know, audits is like when you take into full consideration all of these other factors. So do that and let go of the need for constant achievement. Remember why these standards are there. These standards are there so you don't have to deal with whatever and you're setting these boundaries. But your standard should not be like hindering you, so to speak, or just completely unattainable. And especially if it's something that you feel like you can't do, like you can't set a standard like I want a friend who is always available 24-7 and does this and does that when in actuality you can't do it yourself. Like that's just totally unrealistic. And like I said before, I'm always saying like I said, but still, you got to be honest with yourself. And then a lot of times when you or being honest with yourself, you have to let go of, you know, expecting to be 100% all the time. Because who is really like that? Who is always like, I'm just go 100% be at my best 24-7? Spite the negativity, focus on the positives about yourself. Focus on, like I said before, the positive aspects of why you set the standards for yourself and why you feel like you can't fall into whatever negative notion or like lack of self-esteem that you had before. You got to really love yourself for who you are as a person and come to terms with what you dealt with and where you want to be. And you know, all of that mumbo jumbo, I'm not Oprah, but y'all get my point, right? right well I feel like you do (laughs) so moving on to the last segment of the show we have you are drove so for my non-St. Louisans drove is a St. Louis term for mad sad confused or just plain oblivious to how somebody thought a situation would work out you know other terms if it didn't work out with your drove ass it just didn't work out but this week is something that I've been wanting to talk about because I want to talk about it. I feel like it's been in the news a lot. It's been in the press. But the baby, when he went on his homophobic rant while it rolling loud, like he knew that was not going to go how he expected it. Like not even it wasn't going to go how he expected it. He should have just known that what he said was unacceptable so if you guys are wondering again I feel like everybody knows about this I want to talk about it because I'm me but during his performance at Rolling Loud he just went on this very homophobic rant um in between songs making this comment like if you didn't show up today with HIV or AIDS or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks then put your cell phone lighter up and people were like 
wait a minute, what? Then he went on to make some more comments about women and our vaginal smells as well as men giving oral sex in the parking lot. Like it was just very random and completely offensive and uncalled for. And so, you know, after it, like most male rappers, they go on to defend themselves and say like, oh, you guys are just so hypercritical and people that are gay love me. Like they didn't take too offense to it. It was just, I was just speaking what was on my mind. It's like, sir, why was that on your mind? What? You know, for something as serious as HIV and AIDS, why would you let that come out of your mouth? That's, it's still very stigmatized. Like, no, we don't live in the 90s or the late 80s where people didn't know as much about it and they were super duper like off-putting about it like you know calling it the gay cancer and all of these other things but it's still very much stigmatized like even any STIs like people see that as unclean and dirty and so all these other male rappers went on to defend him and even then these not even creme de la creme of smart people the people defending him are like T.I. Nick Cannon, 50 Cent, who, like, half of them already have complaints about, sec- like, sexual harassment, just being mean, you know, not having the most sense, so them defending him just shows you further along how wrong he was in even saying this, and he continued for a period of time just saying things that were completely untrue until... He started feeling the hit on his pockets. You know, boohoo or boho, whatever. They canceled him with they with their little partnership. The festivals and all of these other events. They were like, yeah, we're dropping him from the lineup. We're replacing him because they knew we do not want to be associated with this controversy. No. Especially, again, when you know something is offensive, people are not going to take kindly to you offending an audience that they're serving. No, that makes no sense. Again, more people who shall not be named, unfree Boosie, but still defending him. That's how he know he was wrong. So he finally issued a, let me see, what day was it? He finally issued a formal apology more than likely two weeks after his rant. And even the apology itself was just so vague. I still felt like it was unapologetic. Like it went along the lines of social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. Like, I feel like like you're still not taking accountability for your actions, for the fact that you still got up there and ignorantly said that because it was insensitive. And you know what, I feel like I've had this conversation with friends and family about a lot of different things. You know, being a black person, I understand what's working against us and the strife that we face, but black people as a whole, both men and women, 
need to understand that just because we are oppressed as a group of people do not mean you can does not mean that you can't oppress other groups of marginalized black people and marginalized groups in general like oh my god black people go through all this this and that like yeah we do but the fact that you are still getting up there and being spiteful and hateful and being insensitive is just a no-no and again I think it's just so ironic that when people are defending the baby and his comments, again, I'm not saying any of these people's uh, responses are valid, but you know, they keep trying to go against this thing. Well, you know, if I say something um, about something that I don't know about, I, I want people to show me where I'm wrong. You know, I feel like you need to help these people instead of going against them and everything else. And it's like, you're contradicting yourself, sort of speak, because why speak on things you don't know in the first place? Like, why go through saying something that is very invalid and harmful, then coming back be like, well, y'all should have taught me that in the first place. No, you shouldn't have opened up your mouth. What? <laughs> Get that through y'all. Lord, please do not speak on stuff that you do not know that can be potentially harmful, you guys. Please. Please, I'm begging y'all. I'm begging y'all, please. But anywho, that is this week's episode. I feel like I had fun talking to y'all a solo, talking about standards, vaccinations, and that man. Um, but you guys, you already know my spiel. If you want me to judge your annoyances, both big and small, email them to me at annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. I want to read them on air. Please send them in. But that's it, you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.